it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, they're at it again. Fancy Feast. We'll be celebrating International Cat Day with a two-day Fête du Feline celebration in New York City's Madison Square Park on Monday, August 7th. So if you're listening live, today is the 27th of July, 2023. It will host the Fête du Feline Grand Tasting, an intimate event featuring a variety of sips and bites created for humans. But showcasing the flavors of fancy feast the exclusive menu was designed by fancy feast in-house chef amanda hasner and andrew ray the iconic and i mean iconic youtube foodie behind binging with babish and basics with babish and the rest of the babish culinary universe sure we've all seen that on youtube Uh, So they did this last year, and it was such a hit that they're doing it again. The menu for Fête du Feline, uh, he wanted to play with all things that make Fancy Feast so appealing to cats and bring uh, those to life for cat lovers. Look, serving food, whether to other people or our pets, is such an act of love. And I want humans to get a taste of delight cats experience when eating. The meal will include savory basil lemonade served with fancy feast style. And I don't know if that means you get it into one of those little metal cans or not. And uh, braised beef panzanella. Ray also put his own spin on the old Fancy Feast gems standard pate with gravy. (laughs) Yum! Pate is such a classic presentation in both fine dining and cat food. I recreate famous dishes every day, but taking on my cat Bucky's favorite food was fun and a new challenge for me, was it? Oh, was it chef <laughs> okay all right so uh fancy feast is giving away a limited number of free tickets for its fate du feline grand tasting which will be held between 5 and 6 30 p.m on monday august 7th you can register for the event beginning at 12 p.m eastern this coming monday july 31st Prospective attendees will be allowed to register for themselves and one guest. The other international Cat Day-themed experiences, including hand-drawn pet portraits and meet-and-greet with the Fancy Feast cat, will be open to the public on August 8th, the following day. Oh, and cats on leashes or in carriers are also allowed to accompany their humans to the event. Man, does that sound good especially uh if they serve it to you in one of those little tin cans or a bigger size you know human size can now that would be a collector's item welcome welcome to chewing the fat (laughs) 
So the Jason Aldean controversy is still ongoing because some, you know who you are, won't let it go. I mean, I know it uh, was canceled from CMT. Oh, the the horror. I mean, CMT. Ooh, uh, no one watches CMT, right? I mean, they, they cannot have more. I wonder what their viewing audience is. Let's take a look, shall we? Okay, outside of the awards shows, which actually air on CMT and other networks like Paramount, they get pretty good numbers for that because the stars are there for those award shows. The regular rankings, according to one story, they're down 64% since they uh, pulled the plug on the Jason Aldean song. And I was looking at their uh, the CMT ratings. Uh, they look like they get, uh, I don't know... 173,000, 138,000. Uh, in the uh, 25 to 54, they get 37,000 people watching in the demo. Holy, that's not good. That's not good. So they're, they're, nobody's watching CMT. I mean, yes, people actually do watch CMT, just not a huge amount of people. So why not just alienate the people you have watching by pulling, you know, the top artists? videos at the same time yeah that's a good that's a smart move that's a really smart move now uh and and jason has not backed down he continues to sing the songs that it wasn't uh the song was not uh, about racism or anything it was just about uh you know try that in a small town life was better in a small town so uh, now it's being said that I can't believe he bent the knee. I can't believe footage was removed from the video. The video has now been edited. They removed clips from Black Lives Matter protests in Atlanta. He bent the knee. Well, he didn't really bend the knee. Um, he had to take six seconds of the BLM protests in Atlanta out of the video because they claim that it was third-party copyright clearance issues okay so that was the record label bbr music group said that uh, yeah we took the six seconds out because uh, due to a third-party copyright clearance issue okay so that means that they looked at this video and could only find the six seconds to come after him about <laughs> that they said, no, you got to remove that because that's somebody else's video, this person's video, and they you don't have the copyright clearance to air that. Six seconds. He did not bend the knee. They forced that on him. And if that's all they could find, <laughs> try that in a small town. All right, so speaking of try that in a small town, I see, well, a small village. Uh, come, it could be coming to a small town near you or a very large town near you. This small village in western France, I kind of like it. I think it works. Um, it has a series of crisscrossing white lines at an intersection of several main roads. And the mayor says it's a way of encouraging drivers to slow down in an area where the speed limit is supposed to be, uh, well, it says here, 20 kph. Okay, nobody knows how fast that is. No wonder they have the lines. <laughs> I mean, we need to do miles per hour. Okay, then maybe we'll do. But he was saying that sometimes drivers top 50. So the town, 1,700 inhabitants, uh, which is crossed by three main county roads, 
people drive too fast so this is a way to slow people down he said we could have put in uh speed bumps but that gets loud in the, in the village really uh, maybe it gets loud when people drive too fast over them <laughs> but uh there are signs there and everything but this is one way to slow traffic down and when you see you know all the lines on the road and everything you you would slow down uh coming into that area for sure because you're like hey what's going on here and uh you know people are all mad oh uh you're, you're forcing you're confusing drivers instead of forcing them to drive slower no um if even if they're confused they will drive slower and then they'll figure it out and they're talking about what if happens if pedestrians want to cross the road against all those lines how does that happen um i don't know you go to the corner and cross the street and you can put in in these lines if you see the configuration uh and i'll post it on my uh show social media post when the show goes up today as i always do i give you a picture that relates to the show and a chewing the fat picture on my posts when you follow me uh on twitter at jeffy jfr or x at jeffy jfr uh, facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio every day it's what i do when i post a new show you get a photo that relates to the show and you get a chewing the fat photo as well i know i know you're welcome if you haven't figured it out yet so and if you are just saying well that's right i guess you do do that i know okay welcome aboard come on appreciate you okay so anyway uh you you could put the way they have the line set up if you were to put two straight lines across at the crosswalk for people to cross uh, it would make sense you could make that happen uh you could make that happen in this configuration so it's i, I kind of think it works it may be coming to a village a town uh near you soon um uh, it's really cool this is not your private garden mr mayor <laughs> oh okay it's stupid and dangerous good comeback potsy okay <laughs> Uh, that's the whole point of it. We want people to slow down. Okay. Another, you know, the EU obviously in France wants people to slow down and they want to, you know, calm down a little bit. And they want there, I guess they have a goal of having, like halving, have, have, uh, H A L V E. All right. I got you. All right. It's H A L F. Okay. It's half. Anyway, they want to uh, cut their uh, accident deaths in half by 2030. And this is one way that they're kind of looking at it. I like it. I think it works. I think it does. I like this better than speed bumps. Uh, And, you know, after the, I don't know, the second or third time you drive through this area, you'll realize, oh, it's just the squiggly lines. And you'll be back to speeding through the... (laughs) Speeding through the small town anyway. So get over it. Um, I also see, speaking of cars, I see where uh, BMW, General Motors, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, and Stellantis, along with Mercedes-Benz, are now banding together to shell out at least a billion dollars, which isn't much for all of those corporations, to build more vehicle charging stations. Huh! So the group wants to build 30,000 high-speed EV charges in the U.S. chargers in the U.S. and Canada by 2030 that will service cars with Tesla's charging standard, which most others are now adopting, as well as the North American standard. 
when the you know they're they're talking about well you know this unity this unusual unity makes sense since the one major hurdle to EV adoption by drivers has been a lack of available chargers. You know I kind of feel like that's not true anymore. I kind of feel like uh, the reason nobody's buying the cars is they're too expensive and they're too expensive to charge for your uh i mean for your uh drives i definitely think the lack of available chargers is one thing that would go against your purchases but there's i mean i see charging stations everywhere and i I don't want to be locked down to a charger for an automobile sorry i just don't you have to they've got to do better on the charging plus um i don't know if you know this but uh gasoline works great and I know we hate gasoline anymore, but we need to stop that because Americans don't hate gasoline. Some of the people in power hate gasoline, but Americans don't. So you want an electric car, have an electric car. But all these companies, BMW, GM, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Stellantis, Mercedes-Benz, they're all figuring out. Nobody really wants our electric cars. I know we're mandating that everything has to be electric, but nobody wants them. We can, we're collecting dust. They're going to be trying to give them away soon. I mean, they're going to, they're going to have way too many vehicles on the lot. GM's already talking about laying off more people and uh, stopping uh, stopping the, the automaker's manufacturing plan. Yeah, you're going to have to revisit that quickly because nobody wants your electric vehicles. Okay. All right, let's go to the break room. I need uh, something cold to drink desperately. You can always contact the show, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. That's the email address. Happy to receive your emails. I see them all. I may not respond to everyone, but I do see them all. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Com. Uh, quick lotto watch. Nobody won Powerball. So Saturday night's drawing, the 29th of July. Uh, as I told you already today, if you're listening live, is the 27th of July, 2023. Uh, the 29th Saturday night drawing has now 60 million, uh, 31.1 million cash payout. It's getting close to, you know, worth looking at. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, tomorrow night we have the Mega Millions, which is $910 million, 464.2 million cash payouts. So good luck. I'm just letting you know, just reminding you that it's out there, okay? Just reminding you that it's out there. Do you think that you would pay someone to help you get into a sorority or your daughter? I guess it doesn't have to be a daughter. Uh, it could be anyone. If, you know, it could be if your if your child identifies as someone who wants to get into a sorority, uh, would you pay someone to help them get in? I, I guess you have to now. So, uh, Stacia Damron, owner of sorority consultancy Hiking in High Heels, charges for on call. I mean, that would be her. You know, that would be her job because she's a sorority recruitment coach <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's America right there find a niche and do it good for Stacia man that's awesome so she charges for on call advising service during sorority rush and she's not alone in finding a business opportunity this is a growing industry okay 
So, the sorority consultancy groups are a growing industry. Now, Stacy's is called hiking in high heels. Okay, so aspiring sisters, oh my gosh, shell out anywhere between $150 for a video chat to $3,500 for on-the-clock mentorship leading up to and throughout the highly competitive recruitment process. <laughs> so I am now thinking of becoming a sorority uh, consultant. Yes, I'm trying to think of a good name for my sorority consultancy group. Hers is Hiking in High Heels. Mine would be, uh, you know, Legs Up. No, stop. It's just a joke. <laughs> uh, legs Up in High Heels. That's my group. <laughs> Want to get into a sorority? Yeah. Uh, legsupandhighheels.com don't go to that site I don't know if that's actually a site it might be The uh... <laughs> so anyway if you have uh, a sorority aged human in your home and you they say I really want to join the sorority you can get them in touch with hiking and high heels and soon my own uh, consultant office uh legs up with in heels group and uh well i'll help you out uh $150 for a video chat that's a lot cheaper you know you can just get a cameo from me i'll tell you how to do it cameo is a lot cheaper uh at jeffy jfr tell me uh you know you can i i have obviously you know birthdays and anniversaries and all that stuff that's what cameo is but if you need me to be a sorority consultant uh order a cameo from me that's cheaper than uh the $150 for a video chat and 3500 bucks for an on-the-clock mentorship? Holy cow. Uh, I'll do it for a lot cheaper. Uh, I, my legs up in heels group will do that for a lot cheaper. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Just stop it. So I see in Iowa, they have this thing called Ragbri, R-A-G-B-R-A-I. And it's turned 50. It started back in 1973. So it's the annual great, Bi oh, what it stands for, is Registers Annual Great Bicycle Ride Across Iowa, Ragbri. Now, I'm torn on this because no one supports bicyclists uh, like me and this show. I love bicyclists. Oh my gosh. I love them. I love them all. I, I want them to just be on the road and, you know, have every advantage of a, an automobile, but be treated better. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, it's just unbelievable. Now it is the largest bike touring event in the world. In the world. Incredible. So you start it's a you start at the Missouri River, and I guess you're you know, you put your, your back tire or whatever tire you want in the Missouri River, and then you finish all the legs of the ride, and you end up at the Mississippi River in Davenport, Iowa. And boy, does that sound fun. A week-long ride. It started because of two riders from the Des Moines Register. 
and they celebrated the golden anniversary. People are doing it with their children and their grandchildren now. It's such a great event. I mean, if you look at the pictures, I would be so pissed. <laughs> if I had to wait for all these bicyclists to go uh, blocking the roads. Now, I guess, you know, it happens every year. So, you know, it's going to happen. And they, you know, they tell you the route that they're taking or the routes, plural, that they're taking. And each day, you know, now the governor is involved and all these other dingleberries are involved in the whole thing. And, you know, it's a, it's a certain amount every day, right? I mean, the whole, the whole trip is a certain amount every day. I get it. And now it's, uh, you know, oh, it's the advertisers came in and people have other people show up with bike parts and they have people setting up their tents on the other end on each side that aren't taking the bikes. Okay. Well, that's what, that's what the deal is. Right. And I don't really know that you win anything. I mean, it doesn't say, Hey, you get a t-shirt. Maybe you have to buy a t-shirt. Let's go to ragbride.com, shall we? <laughs> it's been going on all week. And you can be a part of the world's largest cycling experience. Now, they show people, you know, underneath little tents there at the Ragbride celebration. I don't think all that merchandise that they show is free. Okay? <laughs> I think they're looking to make some money from that, from the old Ragbride event. So, just saying, I don't think it doesn't say, or I should say I can't find what you get in the packet when you sign up, but I was just looking around trying to see, uh, you know, what happens. I mean, it's a week-long event. You're biking across Iowa. It's thousands of bicyclists going across the state. Oh my gosh, it must be so nerve-wracking. And then I see this on Reddit about a person who went to uh, Ragbri or is going to Ragbri there now as a matter of fact according to this post and uh, they posted their packing list and itinerary <laughs> uh, entry to Ragbri 250 bucks they, they charge you to enter to take the bike ride okay and so for this person who lives in North Carolina flights were 400 bucks a person uh, rental cars uh, to and from the airport 350 bucks uh, hotels, 600 bucks for a couple of nights, uh, buying cardboard bike boxes because they had to ship their bikes, FedEx. <laughs> uh, plus, you got food every day. And then they have the packing list of the stuff that you need to take. And you don't forget about your cycling shoes and tennis shoes and your backpack with all your stuff in it because you're going to need cycling outfits. <laughs> And you're going to need toiletries and uh, all kinds of other stuff in your overnight gear backpack on top of camping gear. You're going to have to pull a trailer behind you. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. And don't forget sunscreen. And uh, please, please don't forget deodorant. Okay. So Ragbri is going on. And man, does that sound like fun. Nothing like biking across the great state of Iowa. Am I right? You know I am. When you need me 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who died today? Who died today? Well, sadly, Sinead O'Connor has died at the age of 56, months after her son's death, uh, her 17-year-old son. She could not get over the death of her 17-year-old son. Now, she has three other children. So, I mean, I know that one kid is horrific, and I don't wish that on anyone, ever. But, uh, holy cow, now his, his, her 17-year-old son committed suicide. And before she was hospitalized last year, she said that, uh, I've decided to follow my son. There is no point living without him. Everything I touch, I ruin. I only stayed for him, and now he's gone. Now, that's reported that she tweeted that. I went back and looked at some of her tweets, and I could not find that one, so I guess maybe it was deleted and went away. And it was a tweet then. It's not an X. Uh, <laughs> I'm not dead. Well, I guess I am dead naming Twitter, but it was Twitter at the time that she posted. Anyway, uh, they have not given the cause of her death yet. Oh, I mean, it's probably pretty clear. Uh, for most people that she committed suicide very sad and tragic I mean so many tributes poured in I read a a great tribute to her from Russell Crowe I read an interesting tribute to her from uh, Rob Schneider about the SNL days and the show where she ripped up Pope John Paul's picture that made you know national news and was you know uh, huge news and uh, just uh, you know she's had a she's an amazing person for sure uh, whether you like her music or not but uh, very sad that she passed away and it's incredible to me that she just could not get over the death of her one child she had you know she's got three other children but that one was the special one so very sad very sad Janet O'Connor dead at the age of 56 at least six people have died that's pretty amazing that uh, only six people have died from typhoon Daksuri, uh which uh, smashed into the northern philippine provinces with ferocious wind and rain uh, leaving at least at least six people dead and displacing thousands of others as it blew off rif- roofs and houses. Yeah, I mean that's what it does. Uh, floods uh, low-lying villages and triggered you know dozens of landslides. Yeah, that's what it does. Or I should say they do. That's what they do. You know, typhoons, hurricanes. So we may end up having a lot more deaths than that. And I I, I hope that that. Uh, I hope that the number six holds true, but I doubt that very much. Uh, It was a 435-mile-wide band of wind and rain. It's a pretty big storm. Uh, 109-mile-an-hour and gusts up to 133 miles an hour. Uh, So that's my... (laughs) uh, 
And so uh, nobody, I don't wish that on anyone, man. Typhoons and hurricanes are not fun. And you can quote me on that. So be prepared for uh, the horrific photos coming out of the northern Philippine provinces uh, once we get the footage after Typhoon Daxura. Then in Australia, we have a huge, I mean, just an amazing amount of whales that are stranded. I mean, it's just incredible, the this pod of almost 100 long-finned pilot whales were spotted along this Shane's Beach, C-H-E-Y-N-E-S Beach, in the southern tip of the Australian state of Western Australia. Uh, incredible, 51 of them have died, and, and they probably all are going to end up dying. Um, they were Some were laying sideways, other on their backs, flapping tails. <laughs> I mean, that's guess what? When they beach themselves, that's what happens. <laughs> I love all their legs sideways and on their backs. Yeah, because they realized, hey, uh, maybe I didn't want to do this. So now they're trying to rescue them and coax the other 45 whales to the ocean. Really? Come on now. Who's a good little whale that doesn't want to kill themselves? Come this way. (laughs) Let me drag you. Let me grab your tail and see if I can pull your whaleness out into the ocean. Okay. I can't? Okay. Well, you're going to have to do it yourself then. I mean, what, what's happening? I mean, I know it happens all the time. But uh, these long-finned pilot whales grow up to 25 feet and are identified by their black color and uh, bulbous foreheads and can be found in the Southern Hemisphere and in the North Atlantic. So, anyway, we don't know what... Uh, apparently, that what could be they were trying to avoid a predator like a killer whale. Uh-huh. Yeah, a hundred whales ran away from a killer whale and then just ended up on the shore and decided, hey, let's just go to the beach and kill ourselves, okay? Well, they don't realize they're going to kill themselves until it's too late. Uh, okay. May, you know, what? I don't know what makes them disoriented, uh, what makes them lost. I mean, I thought they had sonar that they realized, hey, we probably shouldn't go there. I mean, last year we had uh, a couple hundred of them, right, uh, along the coast in Australia. Only 35 survived or were refloated. So I guess we they do have a way of coaxing them back into the ocean. Come here, baby. Get back out here. And then uh, a couple years ago, they had like 450 of them up on the beach just hanging out. That's what they were doing. They beached themselves and they just hung out, smoked cigarettes. You know, built a bonfire. <laughs> uh, so sad. Uh, just really sad. I don't know why they do it, but they do do it. And it's kind of a natural phenomenon. So maybe we ought to just calm down as humans, okay? So yesterday, I go to the uh, WBAP 820 AM and 99.5 FM HD2 website. Uh, it's a news talk station here in uh, DFW, and you know, it's the it's the the big talk station in uh, in Dallas Fort Worth. And I was searching their website because I heard a rumor that the afternoon show host got the boot, 
And so, you know, I'm looking at shows and his name has, you know, been scrubbed from the website now. It's just the WBAP afternoon show listed on the website now. Nobody specific uh, being broadcast. <laughs> uh, not, as soon as they walk into the door, man, website updated. Nothing naming you uh, is on the website anymore. Have a nice day. Yeah, we liked you for 10 years or so, but yeah, not anymore. You have a nice day. So anyway, I'm on their website, you know, just seeing if the rumor I heard was true. It was. Uh, And I see this headline about the attorney general's office reaches a settlement with Walmart in an opioid lawsuit. And I thought, did we talk about that? $168 million settlement with Walmart over the opioid lawsuit in Texas. Walmart has agreed to pay $168 million in a settlement with the Texas attorney general's office in connection to a lawsuit filed over the company's role in the nationwide opioid crisis. The office accused the retail giant of being negligent in its practices pertaining to opioid marketing, selling, and dispensing. And nobody wants anything to do with that. So here's $168 million. We're good, right? Okay. But I uh, I haven't seen any of this money. In this article, it talks about uh, the Texas Attorney General's Office has secured $2.91 billion dollars from Allergen, CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Mallinckrodt, Teva, Endo, Johnson & Johnson, Amerisource, Bergen, Cardinal Health, McKesson, and McKinsey for Texas and its citizens. And I'm like, uh, 2.91 billion? I'd like my cut. Uh, sure. Okay, I mean, if everybody's getting cash from this opioid lawsuit, I'm in. Now, apparently, according to this article, I have until the end of this month, July 2023, to sign on and be a part of this uh, whole settlement and uh, benefits and opioid uh, remediation funds that are owed. So county governments, local governments, uh, I guess maybe that's what they're talking about, But because they're talking about to ensure that citizens and entities receive all the benefits. So I'm looking to sign on. If I'm getting a cut of $2.91 billion over an opioid settlement that I think is ridiculous to begin with, I am absolutely signed. In fact, we're going to go to the website right now and see if I can sign up to get my to my cut of the $2.91 billion. How to join the new... And Walmart settlements sign on. I could be in. I could be in for all of this. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> uh, just happy. Just write me a check and we'll be good. Okay. That's all you have to do. Just write me a check. And you know, if they do have uh, money for individual citizens, it's not going to be very much. Oh yeah, we gave all that money to the cities and the municipalities and other businesses that are going to help in opioid addiction. Uh, All of the citizens that signed up for their opioid abatement funding. Yeah, here's uh, here's a quarter. All right. And uh, have a nice day. Get out of here. And I know what you're thinking. How can you say here's a quarter without saying call someone who cares? Because it's an old Travis Tritt song and now it's in my head. Every time you say, yeah, here's a quarter, call someone who cares. (laughs) 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Woo! How about that U.S. Women's World Cup match yesterday, huh? I know. I know, man. They took on the Netherlands and wow. It was a 1-1 tie. I know. We can't win that. Come on now. So the U.S. is going to play Portugal next. And the Netherlands will take on Vietnam. And they'll try to emerge with, uh, you know, whoever ends up with the most goals, I guess. And, uh, you know, it was prime time game last night. Uh, aired on Fox. So the next game that the Americans will play, uh, it will the match of Group E play, which will be against, uh, as I said, Portugal at 3 a.m. Eastern. Tuesday morning from Auckland, New Zealand. So you either stay up real late on the West Coast, uh, maybe uh, get up early <laughs> in the mountain and central time. I don't know. I don't know. 3 a.m. Eastern, you're up early or you're up, uh, you stay up late on the West Coast, but good luck. Uh, good luck to the, uh, the Americans and the uh, women's national soccer team there in the World Cup. Oh, and I told you yesterday that uh, the Hunter Biden deal would go through. I was wrong. Uh, Really incredible that the judge said, uh, no, you know, how about no? How about no? So now he's pled not guilty uh, instead of pleading guilty to the plea deal. All right. So I guess he, you know, he had to change his plea deal because of the way it all worked out because he was trying to, I know there was, you know, they were pissed at the attorneys for misrepresenting who they were. And the judge was like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? But really, uh, they tried to slip in the, you know, the idea that he was going to make this plea deal. So he didn't have to be charged. He couldn't be charged with anything else uh, down the road. And the judge was like, nah, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Uh, no, we're not going to do that. So how about we come back with another deal and just remember that he still could be charged with other crimes down the road, okay? This isn't going to be uh, covering all of the possible crimes that the son of our president may have or may not have done because he's still being investigated. So, man, I was wrong. Uh, 100% wrong. Really surprising. Glad to see it. Um, You know, a lot of other people in the United States have been thrown in jail for the same crimes and lesser crimes, actually. So maybe, you know, maybe the walls are starting to close in on the the Bidens. (laughs) Oh, oh, kill me. I know, I know, I know. It's just a, I was just kidding myself on that. Today's the day, too, uh, that uh, the uh, Barbie-sized, or I'm sorry, the 100 Barbie-sized uh, asteroid was supposed to pass Earth. I don't know, by the time you're hearing this show, it's probably already missed us. If you're not listening to the show, maybe it hit us. I don't know. 
but uh, I know that the Jerusalem Post likes talking about the sizes of uh, asteroids in weird ways. And since it's, uh, you know, Barbie world, it's got to be the size of Barbie. So an asteroid one the size of 100 Barbies is going to pass us today. And uh, so hopefully we're okay. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're listening to the podcast and not, you know, under the... <laughs> under the asteroid that hit the earth. I don't want that to happen to you. You're welcome about that. I care about you. So remember back in um, February, I'd forgotten about this actually, asteroid 2023CX1 hit the earth near Normandy, France. And that was the size of like two Super Bowl trophies by the time it hit the earth. So no big deal, right? So hopefully if uh, the 100 size Barbie asteroid doesn't burn up in the atmosphere if it were to come you know close to earth then it really wouldn't do any damage but we've got the big uh asteroid redirection test planetary defense group going at nasa right and that's supposed to be awesome i mean they said they uh succeeded and uh punching uh dimorphous out of alter or out of uh, orbit right i mean they altered the orbit of that well guess what uh they now uh are saying you know what uh we've taken some other images um about the uh, around the asteroid that uh, we smashed into and diverted yeah you know what happened was uh the rocks that uh you know were caused by the crash they drifted away from the asteroid so now there's more space debris flying around that we know we have to kind of worry about so that's it though don't worry about it everything's fine everything is fine okay so why don't you just shut up all right and i did get an email yesterday and i'm kind of putting this in two categories as an email uh to chewing the fat at the blaze.com and a kind of a joke of the day because the email comes from wahid marjoru uh w-a-h-i-d-m-a-j-r-o-o-h it's not the email address that it came come from the name on the email address is wahid marjoru uh it comes from uh S. Kokash. I guess it's I S. Kokash. I E S. C O. Cash. Uh, hello. I am Mr. Wahid Majaru from Afghanistan. I'm looking for an investment collaborations with you as my country economy has collapsed totally. I'm reading this word for word, okay? So I'm not mispronouncing anything. This is how it's printed. I am looking for an investment collaborations with you as my country economy has collapsed totally. A residence by investment with the option to relocate and the right to live and work in your country. Kindly let me know. Best regards, Wahi. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. I just want to sing the whole song now, so.
and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.